Young quarterbacks and the NFC East are taking over the 2022 NFL playoffs. We'll get into that coming up on today's edition of Lockdown Eagles as we continue to preview Eagles-Giants, the division round of the playoffs, coming up this Saturday night. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. I'm Louis DiBiase, and he's Gino Camilleri. Today's episode of Lockdown Eagles is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to ten times your money on your entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code Lockdown. That's prizepicks.com, promo code Lockdown Eagles Giants this Saturday at 8.15 at Lincoln Financial Field, the first playoff game for the Birds. Two wins, and they're in Arizona representing the NFC in the Super Bowl. So exciting, Gino. And the NFC East, crazy enough, is running the NFC playoffs. The Giants, Dallas Cowboys survive against Tampa. Not survive, blew them out. That was an awful pick by me, giving playoff Brady the benefit of the doubt they looked terrible the Cowboys advance you got the Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers Gino that's the first time ever one division has represented the conference with three of the final four teams which is pretty impressive especially considering what division did it the East I mean that's incredible plus Brock Purdy just the NFL continues to be very unpredictable and chaotic Talk about the turnaround as the division has gone from one of the worst to now the best and arguably the best division in football in the last how many years? I mean, this is the first time in history, like you said, that three out of the four divisional playoff teams in a respective conference are represented by the same division. And how crazy is that, that the Philadelphia Eagles are the best of the bunch in the hardest year that it was to win this division. And now once again, Lou, we always talk about that these division games, you can never just pick a winner because these teams play each other tough. You still have to beat potentially two of them to even get to the Super Bowl. So you can't let off the gas just yet. But the great thing is the Philadelphia Eagles have prepared themselves for this exact situation. They've drafted, they've built to beat those divisional opponents. Jalen Hurts is the quarterback that can compete with those teams. And you're talking about two other teams in this division, which have similar firepower. But Lou, yeah. we've seen the track record and who has come out in big time moments. The Giants might be a year ahead of where they are. The Cowboys They could always come back down to earth like they have in the past. And the Philadelphia Eagles, we know how they do in this late time of year. They've been in this situation before. A lot of these guys have. Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, the list goes on with all these veterans and the coaches that have been on staffs that have made runs. This team is prepared. But, man, just hats off to everybody in that building. When the NFC East is the best, Lou, it just makes the Eagles better. I mean, the path to the Super Bowl could be the New York Giants, the Dallas Cowboys, and then one of the star quarterbacks in the AFC. Or it could be Andy Reid, Doug Peterson. Who knows? It's been an awesome year for the playoffs when it comes to storylines, specifically with the Eagles. And, you know, Gino, it's kind of interesting, too. I thought about this, you know, with all this division talk. The Eagles have had some huge matchups against the Dallas Cowboys. And I thought to myself watching the game yesterday how crazy an NFC title would be 
in Philly against Dallas to get to the Super Bowl, we've seen the magnitude of that rivalry, especially in big games. I mean, even to a lesser degree, like 2019, the do-or-die game in the regular season, or 2013, winner takes the division, 2008, 2009. The Eagles and Cowboys have had some huge games, and that could be upcoming in a week. But this playoff game against the Giants, this is the first time in a long time you've had a game of this magnitude with New York, even for a division rival, it feels like these teams have never really been good at the same time. Even they've had bigger games against Washington last year, late in the season, that battle for a playoff spot in DC. Do you know, when was the last time they had a game like this against the giants, the miracle in the new Meadowlands? That's the last time I could think of a super important game where both teams were in the playoffs or fighting for the division or a spot. It's uh, pretty cool for sure. Yeah, you're right. The timing is never matched up with these two no. teams. You have to think back to the 2008 run when the Eagles were that six seed. They go to New York. They yes. beat the Giants in that game. But outside of that, you're right, Lou. This isn't like the Eagles and Cowboys, which you can just go down the list of the magnitude of how crazy some of those games have ever been. Yeah, we have the Miracle in the Meadowlands 1, number 2. We've had the Brian Westbrook punt return. But this, Lou, I think this is a changing of the guard type of game. I'm very excited for this outcome of what is to be the Eagles, who are what the Giants were last year, in my opinion, and the Giants yeah. are who the Eagles were last year. And it's just a very storybook type of environment. And the thing is, Brian Dable is that coach that can put them in a position to get you on your heels. Look at what they did against Minnesota. They made Minnesota look like an average team, which they were. But the Giants, they have not been a team that's been hot. They're 3-5-1 and one in their last nine games, according to Jeff Kerr over at CBS Sports. This is a team that they had to step up and win big games. The Eagles had to do it down the stretch, too. But the magnitude and the timing... The Eagles yeah. had to win that game against backups. The Giants sat there, guys. This is the first time we're going to see these two teams playing at this high of a level, and I'm thrilled for it because this is going to be the first of many because Brian Dable shouldn't be going anywhere out of New York. I don't he think finally so. yeah. has that head coaching job where he belongs. He's done a great job with Daniel Jones. That roster is only going to continue to get better with Joe Shane. And then if you win this game, Lou, you potentially have to take on the Dallas Cowboys, and the NFL should be absolutely loving we still the possibility. We still haven't got a Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott battle. It was Cooper Talk Rush about the ratings. And then it was How loud Minshew. is it going to be Saturday oh night? Gosh. How loud yeah. would it be Sunday next it's Sunday if electric. they had to play Dallas? It would be insane. By the way, I did the research. I mentioned this on the show yesterday. Like, when was the last time the Eagles had a division playoff game? That was against the Dallas Cowboys in 2009. They haven't hosted a division matchup since 2006. When Jeff Garcia beat the Giants in the wild card round, the game you mentioned, 2008, the Eagles had to head on the road against the reigning Super Bowl champion, New York Giants. In that game, they pull off the upset in the divisional round to make it to the NFC Championship game. But this is going to be the first time in how many years? Uh, math time, Gino. Thir 17 years, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah seven. So almost two decades. Account. Yeah. Gino's our accountant on the show for sure, but it's going to be an exciting game. Also, Gino, got to feel good. The Giants haven't won at the link in a decade. So that's part of why, too, I felt I've, over the years, I've felt more of an intensity towards Dallas and Washington because the Eagles have kind of had the Giants number for a long time, and pretty much every coach has as well. Andy Reid, Chip Kelly, Doug Peterson, Nick Sirianni, it really hasn't mattered outside of 2020. I know there are some clips going around of Giants fans that were saying some things about Eagles fans, and they're ready to come down to Philadelphia. Well, 
this is big boy football, folks. This this is something different. This is a different beast. I know Tread it's been lightly, quite some great time. Walter White once said. Tread lightly. The Eagles are the ones who knock. It is going to be a different beast. And, man, you're going to have to do all of the little things in this playoff game that teams that go on the road despise doing. They're going to have to do the silent counts. They're probably going to have to take timeouts because they can't get the play in because it's going to be that loud. This yeah. is a different beast. And the Philadelphia Eagles, if they're not ready, Lou, that's a big, big asterisk to me that they weren't prepared for this outing. And maybe they had to look themselves in the face and they got a little bit too big for their britches. But they have to know, throw everything out the window. It's a division playoff game. Saquon yeah. Barkley has the possibility and potential to take over any football game at any given time. The way that Dexter Lawrence and that defensive line has been playing, you have to be ready. And this is a good preparation and a good first step to be ready to play Dallas potentially next week, to play San Fran. If you have to play one of those teams like Kansas City, Cincinnati, or Buffalo, they all have five, six guys that can get after the quarterback. This is a great first step in a divisional game, in the best division in football, and the best NFC East that we've ever seen, this could be one of those ones where we look back on and say, okay, this is the Eagles-Giants game that many of yeah. us remember in our tenure as Eagles fans. Absolutely. We'll continue to preview Eagles-Giants coming up on this Tuesday edition of Lockdown Eagles. And guys, today's show is sponsored by PrizePix Daily Fantasy. We won a lot of money with PrizePix this year. If you hammered the over on Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, you name it, here's how PrizePix works, and it continues throughout the playoffs. You pick two to five players, and if they're going to score more or less than their prize picks projection. You can up to 10 times your money on any entry, no competing against other people as well. It's just you versus the projection available. PrizePix offers projections on any sport you watch. Of course, the NFL, college sports, college football, college basketball, women's basketball. You got the WNBA as well, PGA, um, you know, you name it. Esports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA and boxing, disc golf, Euro basketball, all the way down to cricket, all the way at prize picks. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals as well. They're currently operational in over 30 states in Canada. Download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code LOCKDOWN. So if you deposit $100, PrizePix is going to give you $100. If you deposit $50, PrizePix will give you $50. Don't forget to enter that promo code LOCKDOWN and sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. Subscribe as well to the Lockdown NFL podcast and get daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories, plus in-depth analysis on the biggest games with key NFL predictions every Friday, and Monday local insiders cover the weekend with game-to-game episodes. Lockdown NFL, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Gino and I are continuing to preview Eagles-Giants this Saturday at 8.15 We've got another show for you Wednesday. We've got Crossover Thursday with Patricia Traina of Locked On Giants and another show for you Friday. So make sure you subscribe to Locked On Eagles. And, Gino, we talked about in the first segment the intensity of the NFC East right now. The rivalries are brewing because they're the first division ever to have three of the final four teams in a conference in the playoffs in the divisional round, which is really cool. Eagles, Giants, the Dallas Cowboys beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last night. So they're going to take on the San Francisco 49ers. And, you know, Gino, I think you 
and me have both mentioned this before. The Giants give us very 2021-like Eagles vibes, where a team that's overachieving right now for sure. They have a young quarterback. They have a roster that's clearly not ready yet to take the step and become a Super Bowl contender, but they have a new young offensive mind that at head coach that's really just instilled a new energy and culture in the building, and it's really showed that there could be some long-term building blocks here. Um, of course, the Eagles are on another level now in 2022. Their roster is ready. Jalen Hurts took the step that we didn't see last year that you haven't seen from Daniel Jones. But I think the theme for both teams over these last few years really is how valuable a support system can be for a quarterback. I mean, again, Daniel Jones doesn't have the weapons that Hurts does, but look at the difference between Joe Judge and Brian Dable, the impact that has. And that's the thing, man. There are a lot of talented quarterbacks that you wonder in the NFL if they got with the right team, the right system, the right coach, the right weapons, how many of these guys would actually turn into busts? Not to take the accountability and responsibility totally off their shoulders, like a Jamarcus Russell. I mean, there's some talented guys that it was there, it was on them that they were a bust, but you just wonder, I mean, look at Dable and Sirianni and the impact they've had on these quarterbacks. It's definitely impressive, and it it goes a long way. You want your quarterback to be able to carry your team, but they shouldn't have to all the time. And we have to also kind of get at the coaches that there's some coaches in this league that have been head coaches that don't know as much as you might think. And yeah. we have to give credit where credit is due, but hats off to Brian Dable. I was very critical of Dable in his first year in Buffalo. There's one game – Going back, he had a loose leaf piece of paper that he was calling plays off of, like out of a notebook that he just ripped out of. And it just drove me crazy. But now he has turned it around and been one of the top level play callers who is coached with some of the best. He's coached with Belichick. He's coached with Nick Saban. He's been with Josh Allen and helped be an integral part of getting that player to where he was. And as Eagles fans looking at 2017, it doesn't just have to be a support step support system of players. It has right. to be a support system of individuals who can get your quarterback to that right mindset to put in put him in a position to succeed because Carson Wentz, what did it take to get him to that level from 2016 to 17? It took John Filippo, it took Frank Reich, and it took Doug Peterson putting yeah. in an absolute master class on how to build a playbook to play to your quarterback. Nick Sirianni has done an excellent job as well as Shane Steichen doing that for Jalen Hurts, and that's what Dable has done now for two quarterbacks. Josh Allen goes from a guy who's just completing around 55% of his passes. A good point. To- he has done it twice. Yeah. To getting to around 65, 67% completion percentage with the numbers that he's putting up. And now Daniel Jones, somebody who I outright laughed at during the draft that the Giants picked him so high, he has actually turned around and been a guy that the last few games I'm saying, okay, I could see where you can win with his athleticism and see these areas where you can win with his arm because. He's only throwing to Isaiah Hodgins, Darius Slayton, and just a mishmash of other guys that were practice squad players. Imagine if they do get him that Devontae Smith. Imagine if they do trade for that A.J. Brown. The NFC East has great wide receivers. There's just one team that doesn't quite have that set of horses yet, and that's the Giants. And they're going to draft to beat their division. So what do they do? Follow in the footsteps of the Eagles. Follow in the footsteps of Washington and Dallas. They're going to invest highly in weapons for Daniel Jones if they believe he's the guy and what Brian Dable has shown on paper and the results, I'd be hard pressed to believe that they move on from him next year, Lou. So you have to be ready going into this game for Dable to 
out game plan you and Daniel Jones to execute that game plan. Yeah. You have to be ready for that scenario. And that's the one thing that will get the Eagles beat is that if they don't understand how good of a coach Brian Dable is. No, for sure. And, and you make a great point because they don't have the horses at receiver. Isaiah Hodgins was a Bills practice squad player over the last mm -hmm. few years, a late round pick from Oregon State that couldn't crack that lineup. And then he comes to the Giants and he's the number one receiver. Yeah, Hodgins has done a really good job emerging, but you got to give a lot of credit for Dable and how he schemes guys open. And that's mm -hmm. for sure. You definitely have to be ready on Sunday for, you know, pre-snap motion, a lot of misdirection. He's going to get Daniel Jones on the move and use that athleticism. You've got to be ready for everything. You got to be very disciplined on Saturday, Gino, because again, you, they cannot, you know, match you with James Bradbury and Darius Slay. You severely outgun them on defense and on offense, but Dable does a really good job. And if Jonathan Gannon is not adjusting to what he sees and the players are not reacting quick enough, it's going to be an issue for sure. He does a really good job. And do I think Daniel Jones is what Jalen Hurts is right now? Like, do you think he's going to take that step that Jalen took? I'm not sure. Look, he's a player in year four that even this year only had 3,200 passing yards and 15 touchdowns but he's looked a lot better with Dable than Joe Judge. With Joe Judge, Daniel Jones looked a guy that maybe shouldn't even be in the league. So um, I think the, these two teams showed, and you can see even in the Jaguars-Chargers game, what a support system, the difference in coaching and a supporting cast can do for a young player at the most important position in sports with the most pressure. And you talk about these quarterbacks that are still alive and the coaches that are with them. Seven of the eight coaches remaining are offensive-minded as coaches right now. And all of these yeah, guys right. have done – And the only one that's not has Josh Allen. So. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And he has one of the better offensive coordinators in all of football. So Ken Dorsey's done a great job replacing Brian Dable. But the thing is, Lou, I think the formula is there, and it's one of those things we talked about. Is there a science – to figuring out how to get your quarterback to go to that next level. And Josh Allen was a good hypothesis and a good theory tester. And the Eagles have taken that. I think Dallas has done a pretty good job with Dak and his time there, giving him weapons to succeed. It just hasn't all come to fruition for the whole the team as a whole. But there is a science. And the Giants, they could get there. I, I see where they are going, but let's bring this thing full circle, talk about how they are the 2021 Eagles. Yeah, they, they do have those players like the Saquons of the world and Andrew Thomas is playing well, but on the other yeah. side, there's the Evan Neal who's not playing that great at right tackle. And for as good as the guys up front, Dexter Lawrence and uh, Leonard Williams and my guy Kayvon from Oregon, they still have – Jalen Collins playing linebacker for them. And a, a oh, rookie, no, for sure. Cordell and that's Sly. the thing, Gino, is a support system is so crucial on the coaching staff, and it can take a quarterback to a certain floor, but they also, you got to have the talent out there Absolutely. at receiver, at other positions, at quarterback itself, because even this year, you look at, yes, Jalen Hurts has A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard, and the coaching staff has been incredible at molding the scheme around his strengths, but if he didn't take the steps on his own in ball placement and processing pre-snap and his pocket presence, they're still capped at a certain ceiling. And that's mm -hmm. why a team like the 49ers, look at them. They haven't been able to win a Super Bowl because they have the best support system in the NFL right now, I think. But 
when you have Jimmy Garoppolo or a Brock Purdy at quarterback, it can only take you so far. So it's a marriage that you have to have. The Eagles had it when they won their first ever title. I think they have it now, and New York definitely has it to a certain degree. So it's going to be a, a really fun game on Saturday to watch the chess match uh, between these two coaching staffs for sure as they try to neutralize these mobile threats at both quarterback positions. Gino, I want to talk about quarterback a little more coming up next. You hinted at it too. The age of these signal callers in both conferences, I think it shows where the NFL is going, and that definitely includes Jalen Hurts. So we'll talk about that next on this Tuesday edition of Locked on Eagles. It is the playoffs. The regular season has come and gone. But there's one thing that we will do each and every Friday, and that is we will bring you three picks each, that's six total, at betonline.net during LOE3, where we will pick six player props to win you some money. If you've been following along all season, you would be in the positive. If you followed the last two seasons, you would be up over 30 units following Lou and I, and we're just betting on some football. We're just betting on Philadelphia Eagles players prop. But if you want to bet on anything, college basketball, NBA, WNBA, soccer and club is going on right now. You can bet on quite literally anything at betonline.net. You pick up your phone or you go to their website, betonline.net. It has all the information, stats, news, and analysis that you need to make your informed, responsible betting decisions Go to betonline.net today, the official sportsbook of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Betonline.net is where the game starts. All right, we're wrapping up this Tuesday edition of Lockdown Eagles. I'm Louis DiBiase. He's Gino Camilleri previewing Eagles, Giants, the divisional round of the playoffs. At the lane kicks off Saturday at 8.15. we got a show for you still Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday getting you ready for this matchup. So find Lockdown Eagles on YouTube and all podcast platforms. And uh, Gino, we were talking about in the second segment, the support system that the Eagles and Giants have built around their young quarterback and Jalen Hurts and Daniel Jones. And you kind of look at just across the NFL right now, the final eight teams that are left. It's really cool to see that the young quarterbacks have taken over for the old guard, right? Tom Brady finally loses in the wild card round. That's only happened once, I think, in the last decade in 2019 when he lost to the Titans with New England and his final year with the Patriots. So right now, you look at all the quarterbacks across the league, and the oldest guy is Dak Prescott at 29. And the only quarterback that can even win his second ring is Patrick Mahomes at 27. I think this is really cool. You you know me. I, I've been a guy that I, I've wanted the new guard of quarterbacks to really take over this league, have some new storylines, some new guys become champions. And the cool thing about the league this year is, for the most part, you're probably going to have one of these young quarterbacks really start that for themselves. And I, I hope it's Jalen Hurts, man. It's cool to have the tied for the second, or he is the second youngest quarterback of all these guys. It's Trevor Lawrence and Brock Purdy at 23 and then Hurts at 24. Peyton Manning and Eli Manning were doing the Manning cast on ESPN last night. And then you look at Drew Brees. He is now a coach at Purdue. And you look at Tom Brady. He loses in the wild card. Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson don't even make it to the playoffs. Something had to change. Those guys are gone. The Ben Roethlisberger's are gone. This is the new generation, the new wave. It is the young quarterback. And, Lou, I think it goes beyond just trying to move out the old guard. I think it is a changing of the paradigm of what teams believe in. If we don't have our guy, what are we going to do? We're going to go younger and we're going to go cheaper. And at the most yeah. important position in football, if you're not tied to our head coach or our general manager, we're going to go find a guy that we believe can be that guy. Because you look at Trevor Lawrence, he was brought in by Urban Meyer who makes his way out. 
But all of a sudden they bring in Doug Peterson. Boom, you have this guy who he is tied to. Yeah. Purdy, he could potentially be tied to Kyle Shanahan. Well, any quarterback that could play in that system is tied to Shanahan. Jalen Hurts is tied to Nick Sirianni in a way now that I didn't think anybody thought. Daniel Jones could potentially be the guy in New York. Burrow and Zach Taylor go hand in hand. Allen and McDermott go hand in hand. Mahomes and Reed go hand in hand. And Prescott and McCarthy... We'll see. But seven of the eight yeah, of them, right. Lou, you look right. at it, they're tied at the hip right now. And that is the way. It's the That's way to going, build a winner, man. Yeah, yeah go you, back you to go, the science of it. That's what it is. You go for an offensive-minded head coach and you take a young quarterback. You can tell every team wants the same thing. They want that long-term stability. They know NFL rosters constantly change. But what are the two things that – look at the only dynasty in maybe sports of the last – 20 years, or maybe just in the NFL, the New England Patriots, that was a two-man dynasty of a quarterback and a head coach. And so teams are recognizing that. They're trying to get ahead of that early. They want a young coach. They want a young quarterback that can open their window for a decade plus. And you're seeing that across the NFL right now. And it also helps, too, when you got, when you have these guys on young contracts, look how good a 49ers roster can be. Look how good an Eagles roster can be in the Bengals and the Bills. And, you know, even the, the Jaguars are getting there. They have a ton of cap space. They're going to make more improvements next year. It's uh, definitely the recipe in the NFL right now, and I don't think that's going away anytime soon. So I, I think it's really cool to see that you're starting to see that develop into playoff success now, too, because – that really hasn't been the case, man. I mean, you've had young guys make it, but not this many all at once where they're the only ones left. Again, Dak Prescott's the oldest guy, and he was a 2016 pick. That really wasn't that long ago. And it's great for the league as a whole. And yeah. if you look at this generation of quarterbacks as opposed to the ones that we were talking about, the the Rodgers, the Breezes, the Bradys, all of these guys, they're not – pocket passers they're not just guys every single one of them is mobile brock purdy's like the slowest one and he was running around like crazy last week yeah joe burrow he might be let's say the least athletic of them and he could still get outside of the pocket Yeah, comparatively speaking for sure and we're sitting here about a year removed from losing that playoff game to tom brady and saying is this guy ever going to go away and how quickly the NFL changes. You always have to be on your toes, and that's why that's why this is happening, Lou, because you can't just sit there and say, oh, we're going to be stuck with this quarterback contract for 10 years, and yeah, let's just say he's Eli, and nothing happens those last five years. No, that doesn't happen in today's NFL. Look at Carson Wentz. You thought you were going to be stuck with him in this contract till the year 2023-2024. Nope, gone. We're on to the next guy. Carson Wentz is on his third team now, and you're saying, we have the guy. Because the sunk cost fallacy, you could put all this money and time and effort into to scouting or recruiting and trying to get the guy there. But if he's not the guy, he's not the guy. And at the most important position in football, teams have turned over that position in a blink of an eye. Look at the and Josh how, how exciting Kyler is it Murray when you, situation. And how exciting is it when you don't have to do that? When you have a 24-year-old like Jalen Hurts that you know you could have him for, I mean, he's only 24 years old. In 10 years, he's only going to be 34 years old. Mm -hmm. As long as this guy can stay healthy and not suffer serious injuries like a Carson Wentz did or a Cam Newton, he can play for a really long time. It's exciting to have your team have one of those guys in that graphic. And for a couple of years there, we were thinking, man, are we? when's the next time we're going to get that mm -hmm. player? And the cool thing is, too, about Jalen, all the experience he already has at 24 years old. He's only 24, but he went through four playoff runs in college football. And this is his second playoff appearance already in the NFL. 
that's the thing. He isn't just a young quarterback. That's not your typical 24-year-old quarterback. No, and you look at Trevor Lawrence, too, and like, is that shocking that he stood up in the face of adversity? Right, and Joe Burrow, too. Yeah, same with Joe Burrow. And, I mean, Josh Allen has been through the ringer now, and so has Patrick Mahomes. And Dak Prescott has been around the playoffs a couple times. He knows what it has to get to that next level, and I think that was a big step for them just going into Tampa and just beating the brakes off of them. So you look at what the recipe is. It is having an offensive-minded head coach or – a head coach that appoints somebody who can just command your quarterback. Because that's the thing about McDermott, man. Position to win. He's a he's the only defensive coach left, but he doesn't let his conservative defensive mind get in the way of knowing what's best for that team. And Not you know like they've Stan. been. Yeah. No, they've been one of the most aggressive teams with Josh Allen and pushing the ball down the field. So, yeah, you're right. Even if you have a defensive-minded coach, knowing what you have at quarterback and allowing them to do what they do best is so crucial. The only team that seems like they really don't know what they have in all these young players is Baltimore with Lamar Jackson. So it's it's great to see the Eagles prioritize what they have. They know it. They've built around Jalen Hurts, and he is one of the young quarterbacks trying to get his first ring in 2022. The only guy, again, that could get his second is Patrick Mahomes. Guys, that's going to do it for today's edition of Locked On Eagles. We'll be back tomorrow, Thursday, and Friday as we continue to get you ready for Eagles-Giants in the divisional round on Saturday. Make sure you subscribe to Locked On Eagles for a show every day on all podcast platforms and on YouTube as well. Make sure you hit us up on Twitter. It's at LockdownBirds, at GC24 underscore football, and at DBLCLOE. Once again, thanks for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen every day. Make sure your second listen is the Lockdown NFL podcast, bringing you the local insight you love to the national spotlight with daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories. For Gino Camilleri, I'm Lou DiBiase signing off. As always, thank you for downloading. Thank you for watching and listening. And let's go, birds. Fly, Eagles, fly.